1: Well, hello and welcome. Welcome, everyone. You've made it to the China shop. I'm shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is Kyle, creator of financialneptitude.com. How are you doing today, Kyle?
0: I'm feeling pretty good, Dan. I just had my teeth cleaned, and I got the best compliment I've ever gotten from a dentist.
1: Oh, what? You got a purdy mouth?
0: He, <laughs> similar. He told me <laughs> I had the teeth of an 18-year-old. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> did, did he grab your ass while he was saying it? No, no. Oh, okay. okay. It wasn't that good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you, Dr. G. Dr. G. I'm Peoria and need a dentist. Uh, he's very kind. He has good eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, come on into the shop with us today, folks. Sit back, relax, and ho, ho, ho against the Christmas stock machine. <laughs> Santa's been delayed. <laughs> yeah, Santa's losing the war on Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> they shot him down over the Arctic. Got a red uh, sleigh down. <laughs> <laughs> Come on into the shop with us today, folks. I already said that part. Shit. Oh, see, I got all rattled thinking about Christmas. Shit. We'd like to welcome any new listeners uh, <laughs> just joining us this holiday season. We're here smashing our way to a new, complete set of fine china, sharing our ever-growing strategies for maximizing gains, cutting losses. If you are new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out our knowledge and or resource centers on financialnip2.com or you can give one of our beginning at trading episodes a listen. We have many of those links in the description, but the best place to be is our discord server Kyle and I get on there every day. It's just really awesome place to be a growing community of like-minded individuals sharing ideas jokes, opinions, thoughts, news stories. It's just, it's just awesome. awesome. Mustaches. Yes. (laughs) Many a mustache to be shared. And when you do join that server, Kyle, tell them what they'll win.
0: A fancy mug, a beer koozie, all kinds of good stuff. Oh, to the people who have sent me their addresses and have not received anything yet, uh, our runner who takes everything to the store for us got COVID and shut down that store on accident. (laughs) So you should be getting some stuff mailed out here soon. Oh, yeah. The whole Staples is like running on two people right now. They think they just reopened. Oh wow. Wow.
1: Yeah. Uh, and when you do join that server, uh you just got to send us your private send us a private message or email with your mailing address so we can send you one of those mugs or shot glasses. We're just so glad you're all here. We have so much fun. Oh, I love the China shop. It's a, it's so much better hanging out with friends instead of just facing trading alone
0: instead of just me and you
1: out in the cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You getting sick of me already?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, 20-some 20, 20 years, <laughs> another, another 20, and I'll be done. I'll right. be out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got any show news other than we, this is our last episode of the year that we're recording?
0: Um, Yeah, we've uh, finished recording for all the guests for that super bonus episode, so now it's just putting them all together, and there are some issues with uh, <laughs> uh, heel-stomping troglodyte on the upper floor in Vico's office. Hopefully, oh. she doesn't listen.
1: Yeah. The trade pro (laughs) recording. Yeah. (laughs)
0: But uh, one of our Discord users is an audio engineer, so he's uh, taking a crack at seeing if he can filter some of that out.
1: Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, via Spoochie.
0: And we have a great uh, interview with Oddburger founder. Oh, God, What was his name? James McInnes. James McInnes. Thank you. Which I think I've been calling him McInnes this whole time, so apologies (laughs) to him. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, January is actually starting to fell out. We've got uh, Jared Bibler on the schedule. He's the author of Iceland secret sounds like a wolf of wall street story bit told from like the eyes of the regulator oh wow basically how like three banks had like 10 times the gdp of like the iceland wow <laughs> and as, yeah it was insane
1: yeah this talking to this guy is going to be really fun
0: we've got another uh, crypto expert james fox who also wrote a book that should be the week after that and then sarah glass from trade pro the flow queen will be back to hopefully teach us It's more about actually using order flow.
1: Yes. I am woefully ignorant in in the technique. (laughs) Me (laughs) too.
0: And now we might know what she's talking about.
1: All right. Well, it's about time because I Mm -hmm. I had that subscription for about a month and I I couldn't make heads or tails. (laughs) It's not not helping me or do me any favors. Right. All right, well, folks, sit back. We have got a lavish, lawless, lily-livered show for you today. <laughs> plenty of stocks on the radar, plenty of market-moving news, and more options than Santa Claus got presents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta, got alienate all our, all our non-Santa-loving listeners. <laughs>
0: <laughs> more options than annoyed Jewish folks on Christmas. <laughs>
1: And uh, as always, please reach out to us, folks. We we love, adore your messages and comments on Twitter, Facebook, uh, or Discord. If you're old school. Send us an email, the number two bulls at financialnet2.com. Or you can give us a phone call, 725-22-BULLS. Maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made. Or maybe you live in a magic house and everybody born in the house gets magic powers until one day they start to fade and it's up to you to figure out what's going on. It doesn't matter. We just love it when you reach out.
0: I have no idea what movie you're talking about.
1: Yeah, I just went Sol Kanto Oh, okay. It was it was really really good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Does that bring us to the bet? Can we start the show now?
1: Oh yeah. Let's let's talk about that bet,
0: Kyle. Well, I I made money. I didn't I didn't lose this week. Uh, <laughs> I had Capital One. I was shorting it. Opened the week at one hundred and forty nine dollars and twenty six cents. Dropped down to one forty two. I think on Friday it was looking really good for most of the week. And then Thursday, it, like just skyrocketed. Almost got to my stop limit uh, before helping me out Friday. Closed at 14408, which took my total from four forty four hundred and forty dollars and twenty cents up to four hundred and fifty five dollars and forty seven cents. So I'm chipping away at that deficit. All right. Yeah, you're almost back where you belong, right? No, not even close. I'm still down ten percent. <laughs> 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 that that Roblox stop limit I put in there was really really loose. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll learn you. It's really annoying. Is it actually hit my profit target this week? This week? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I uh, I was looking really solid all week. I I shorted AMC, mm-hmm. and Monday morning they opened at twenty seven forty nine, and I I had my take profit at twenty five, and they hit that. Mm -hmm. Monday, Tuesday, they dropped down below $21 a share. Yep. So I didn't have a second take profit, but I was still thinking like, Oh, Dan, you clever son of a bitch. You did it. (laughs) You did it home run. There's no win in December for Kyle now. But uh, today, the AMC did close uh, around 29 something. So yeah, uh, my stop had got moved to my entry. And I, but I did manage to, uh, you know, make 20, 20 some bucks. Um, it brings my bet total up to $491 and 41 cents. Uh,
0: I got good news for you too, Dan. Uh, random went with shoe carnival in a poor choice. Ha, fuck you random. <laughs> <laughs> shoe carnival opened at 3926, closed at 3797. So random is now sitting at 47912, which means you are in the lead. Oh my God! This is it has been—it's been so long since this has been a thing. Uh, I know, and I've given you so many shitty consequences. It's making me really nervous.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you—you <laughs> you don't have the mustache anymore, so I guess making you go to a children's park and watch for two hours is out of the question.
0: Well, technically, I still do. I just haven't shaved all the rest of it around <laughs> it. It's kind of turned into a beard. <laughs> oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Oh.
1: Well, uh, yeah, we'll see if I can think of something creative. I'm, I'm sure I got got something up my sleeve.
0: Uh, yeah, like you haven't been thinking about that for three months. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, nope, not at all. Not even a little bit. Not even enough to say, hey, let's talk about some
0: news. Okay.
1: Well, we all know why we're listening today. The shop is with the week to replay. Fucy so back, we got some mug in Yeah, some stories for the pulls in the bears. Clowns running companies. Laws change overnight. Here we are. It's time for China Shop News. Yeah now it's time for
0: China Shop News. Alright, Dan, should we start with the big story?
1: Oh well, I think they're all big stories, but I mean I'm assuming you're talking about marijuana? No. Oh, what's the biggest story to you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Fed's decision. I I think we got to talk about that. They just had their December meeting. And uh, not only have they announced that they're speeding up the tapering of the asset purchase program, Mm. they're also looking to, or they indicated that it may see as many as three rate hikes in 22. Interest rate hikes. Uh, I think people were expecting one to two. Now they're expecting three next year. Yeah. Next year though next year.
1: Okay. So uh, don't worry about it. It's not a thing.
0: <laughs> party's not yet over, but uh, they're definitely <laughs> kicking us out.
1: They, somebody called the cops.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm trying to see if it says when that first one was. I think the first, I thought they said the first one was looking like it'd be somewhere in March, but I'm trying to find it in the, let's see. Market seems okay with three rate hikes. Uh, senior fixed income strategist said the notion of three hikes in 22 is a bit more hawkish than expected. It seems the market is okay with that. Said because only two Fed officials expected four rate hikes next year, the market doesn't expect the Fed had to be more aggressive there were still many who expected two i think the market sees that next year it could be two could be three but it's not going to be any more than that
1: oh well it won't be more than three it's inflation is transitory
0: no they're not saying that anymore i don't think they even said the word transitory this time that was like one of the things we were watching for
1: Well, i'm just saying you can't believe a goddamn word they say
0: oh uh, well i mean yeah yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> Next time they come out, it's gonna be four hikes, five hikes. Yeah. Can I get six hikes? We got seven hikes. Hikes. Who wants the hike? Who wants the hike? You want to hike? Hike over there. I go there. That's fair. Yeah. We'll get there.
0: Uh, there's uh, some other notes in here when Powell gave his uh, his, his I don't know what it gets the Q and A session, I guess.
1: Yeah. After the FOMC.
0: Yeah. He, he said that the disappointing return to labor force participation could take longer. Uh, although the unemployment rate has been dropping quickly, the participation has been disappointing. Uh, he said he would certainly thought that last fall as unemployment insurance ran off as vaccinations increased, schools reopened, there'd be a surge in labor force participation. We've begun to see some improvement. Feels likely now that the return to higher participation is going to take longer. Yeah, pay them more money. <laughs> Uh, in past cycles, labor force participation has had a tendency to recover in the wake of strong recoveries and unemployment. This time is different, however. Could well have been that this cycle is different because of the short nature of it and a very strong number of job openings. But the reality is that we don't have a strong labor force participation recovery yet, and we may not have it for some time. Yeah. Uh, and then I think there was – okay, so doubling the speed of tapers, I think, is the appropriate way to go. And the Fed, uh, they think they can regain the control of the inflation narrative. Mm. Uh, the yeah. Fed it's forecast showed the officials believe the central tendency for core inflation will be uh, at a hotter pace of 2.5% to 3% next year, up from its former projections of 2 to 2.5%. Uh, and then futures markets shifted to give a 50-50 probability of a rate hike for March and 90% for May. Wow. Yeah. So a lot of stuff came out of this one. The craziest thing though was that all the buying that happened after the report came out. And I think what happened was everybody basically sold off beforehand and then there's just no more sellers after after the announcement was done. So everyone started buying at that point.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I we definitely watched that happen in real time on Thursday.
0: But that just speaks to the importance of not having a bias, and I know George says this a lot when we're listening to the, to to him talk and give his updates. Don't try to predict what's going to happen. Oh yeah. Uh, just because it sounds bearish, that doesn't mean that the market's going to interpret it that way. The market can be quite irrational sometimes.
1: The the last two of these calls that we've been on the, the in the trading room at TradePro listening, mm-hmm. I think I think George's initial initial response of "Oh, that's bearish" or "That's bullish," and then the market does the exact opposite.
0: Right, both times it sounded like it should have been something bearish, and both times the market just started screaming upward. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so you you don't want to have that bias. You want to let the market tell you what it's doing.
0: And that's good for pretty much anything you're trading, really. Yeah. That's why we try to pick levels above and below. Let the the price action tell us what it wants to do.
1: Before we move on from inflation, though, I did want to mention that uh, the Bank of England has already started hiking their rates.
0: I did see that. That's the first of the major G7 banks, right?
1: Yes, the first of major G7 uh also interesting to me uh the Swiss national Bank has mm-hmm. kept its ultra loose stance in place. They have a policy their their interest rates right now are negative three quarters of a percent huh. and their while their inflation is still rising it's uh much lower than than elsewhere it's just uh, they they expect it one percent next year um. and down to ha- almost half a percent in twenty twenty three so maybe there is something to negative interest rates.
0: I mean, how do we apply for a loan?
1: Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're going to pay me money to borrow? We will
1: pay you to borrow this money. Yeah, that's exactly Uh, what it is. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Sign me up.
1: Negative interest rates. The longer you hold that loan, the closer it gets to nothing.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's a a sad state when that's a better return than putting it in something else. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. Um, what other stories you got?
1: Well, I've got a marijuana story, and I've got an insider trading story. Which which do you want to hear first?
0: Let's start with the marijuana because that is a big story in my mind.
1: Yes. So, the the the, the Democratic Senate leadership dropped. The uh, marijuana banking reform stuff from uh, the defense bill. Why it's in the defense bill? I don't know. I'm not a politician.
0: Probably because that's the one that they know the Republicans need to pass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> got, got to spend them gun dollars. Like, sorry, the military is more than just guns. They have tanks and bombs too. Yes, uh, <laughs> and, and submarines. <laughs> 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 anyway, back to marijuana. Yeah, the, I guess uh, the the Democratic senator uh, from or, or congressman. Ed Perlmutter from Colorado was was speaking uh in an interview with the uh, marijuana dot net mm-hmm. that uh that he's pretty irritated that they dropped it, but that all of the senators talking about it to get it to drop, he says, was progress. Uh hmm. so sounds like a pretty politician answer to me.
0: Yeah. I mean I thought uh, I thought we had just seen a story pop up about Republicans that like worked on a, a bipartisan piece of legislation to, in the house to try to get uh, some sort of reform going yeah so for the fact that a senator a democratic senator has blocked this is kind of strange to me
1: well you know my opinion on how they're just brands they, they don't mm-hmm. actually have values to those big political parties but that's just me <laughs> let's not get into that yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's no secret Chuck Schumer posed an obstacle to enacting marijuana banking reform. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's repeatedly said that he believes comprehensive reform to end federal cannabis prohibition and put in place a regulatory scheme should come first. Mm -hmm. So he's saying we can't reform the bank because we haven't ended the prohibition uh, federally, which... I don't know. Okay. I think it's kind of ridiculous. So well, yeah, the end it then. A lot, a lot easier to end the prohibition. If, you,
0: if, you're, if you're writing the law, <laughs> you can just put that part <laughs> into the law that you're writing. <laughs> right? Do, am I not understanding something here? Uh,
1: I, I, I don't know. I, I, I keep listening to I'm Just a Bill from Schoolhouse Rocks, but it does not cover this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah. So it doesn't look like uh, they're going to get in the Senate 60 votes to advance federal Mm -hmm. descheduling. So they, you know, that's why they were doing the safe banking is what I thought was because they couldn't end the prohibition and it'll be easier to just get the banking stuff all squared away first. So uh, this has got me bummed about uh, the state of the marijuana industry.
0: Yeah. And the stocks have been reflecting that too.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the, the pot ETF that, uh, that, that Jen has shares in. Right now, she's in cash until it's done dropping. Yeah. For sure. You mm-hmm. uh,
0: got an update on the Build Back, Biden's Build Back Better bill.
1: The Biden Build Back Better Act. <laughs>
0: uh apparently it's getting pushed to 22 they uh they've pretty much given up hopes and try to pass it before the end of the year which considering we got two more weeks to go and i'm sure they're going to be taking off for christmas they're i think they get their christmas month break coming up here soon does that sound about right right i mean politicians right obviously they get a month off for christmas
1: well i mean <laughs> i'm that's what i would want right i would want the summer <laughs> off for christmas too
0: yeah, it's pretty easy to write your own pay raises on <laughs> <laughs> vacation schedule. Apparently, though, the uh, the EV credit is still in limbo. I know we talked last week about Canada being very, very pissed.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: About that being in there. So uh, there's nothing that's really so it's still in limbo. It hasn't. Uh, I don't think it's really been addressed yet. Uh, the hopes are starting to fade, though. The, the,
1: the hopes that they'll take it out.
0: The hopes that it'll be in there.
1: Oh. Oh. Okay. So Canada once again getting their way because they threw a fit.
0: Uh, Such strong words from Canada. I really didn't expect it. I think you kind of have to listen to them when they do that.
1: (laughs) Right. The nicest guy in the room is getting pissed off. Everybody pays attention. Well, I do have a touching story of government bipartisanship, Kyle.
0: Oh, when they actually worked together on something? Yes. What was that?
1: No, I know that there's just so much gridlock going on. So I thought when I found this story, I thought I'd share this with everybody in the China shop. Just to warm your heart this holiday season, 52 members of Congress have violated the law designed to stop insider trading and prevent conflicts of interest.
0: (laughs) It's a festivist miracle.
1: It's a festivist miracle. (laughs) Nothing knows bipartisanship more than insider trading. Right, because <laughs> <laughs> this list is pretty even. It's pretty fucking even. There's wow. No, there's no one party that does it more than the other. I mean, uh,
0: what was the uh, the violations? Was it uh, just failure to file disclosures, or was it actual?
1: It's almost entirely. Uh, failure to disclose mm-hmm. like they're all the, the the whole disclosure thing is to keep the conflicts of interest and, right. and to keep everything above board but if you're not disclosing that your spouse bought stock in a healthcare company making covid drugs until nine twelve months later
0: yeah that's a problem
1: what's the point Mm-hmm. Apparently, the penalty for this law—I mean—I uh, wonder who wrote the law. Yeah, it's like a two hundred and fifty dollars fine.
0: Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or like, like for, yeah, it's it, it, literally—it's just in the hundreds of dollars, and it's just like a late fee. Like
0: someone, someone, go <laughs> tell Martha Stewart that and see what she has to say. <laughs> <laughs> right. That didn't warm my heart, Dan.
1: No. No. They're working together to make to make money <laughs> for themselves. Yeah, <laughs> and not hold themselves accountable. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, we got anything else for you uh, before we move on?
1: No, nope, that's that'll do it. Do it for my stories.
0: Nothing about Reddit. Oh shit!
1: That's right. Reddit is—they're uh, planning an IPO for sure. They, they they actually announced December 16th that was the filing for it right yeah they filed they they hope to get a 15 billion dollar valuation
0: do they have a expected date on when they'd actually debut or is it all just still in the filing stage right now
1: as far as I know it's just in the filing stages there's no it's no date but we we probably assume it's going to be sometime in 2022.
0: Hmm. I wonder how that's going to work with
1: the, the IPO. Well, they, they file with the SEC.
0: No, and I just wonder if like the, because they have algorithms, I'm sure that like, you know, promote certain content over other. Yeah. Is it going to be their stock uh, at the top of wall street bets all the time now? <laughs> <laughs> they try to
1: get Reddit users to get in on the IPO.
0: Right. <laughs> Probably I have to keep an eye on that.
1: Yeah, I I don't know if they're worth 10 or $15 billion, but they're definitely worth some money. They make a profit.
0: They're worth something. If you want to own a piece of that toxic playground, it's all yours.
1: It's all yours. (laughs) You know, it's funny you say that because I'll get on Reddit, but I won't get on fucking Facebook or Meta or whatever the fuck they want to call themselves.
0: I'll read through Reddit, but I I have to be real careful on there because it can turn into a shit show really quick.
1: Oh, don't comment on Reddit.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no.
1: That's, that'll get you in trouble. But, but at least Reddit, like I can go stream the content that I want to see. Like I can, right. that's, that's the only difference. But yeah, yeah. I want I to put my opinion on a movie on Reddit. And, and <laughs> <laughs> one time. I was like, okay, apparently I, I didn't realize what a big fucking idiot I am and how I should just die. <laughs>
0: Whoops. <laughs> speaking of dying speaking of dying uh-oh. oh uh, that's a terrible lead into <laughs> What? what? <laughs> i don't know i don't know where i was going with that
1: are you ready for your mortgage troubles
0: to die <laughs> yes <laughs> do you have a loan that just won't go away <laughs> <laughs> call the hitman, call the loan hitman at uh, Fairway Independent Mortgage, led by oh. Sue Poland. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, keep going, man. You're doing great. Her, her Charlie's Angels <laughs> team will we'll get out there and end that loan. <laughs> <laughs> Angels, I've got a line on some
1: high rates. We need to can take I, care of that. Can we say any of this? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going <laughs> to... Just a big mistake, and up over your head, drowning in those rates and fees, someone left unsaid, choose the right kind of lender, to find the thing that fits your needs, and you just have to call her, cause you know that she was born to be. She's a
0: Rape Slayer.
1: Dream Banker. (laughs) Dead Saver. Won't you call her up and see? She's a Loan Maker. Dream Banker. Dead Saver. Won't you call her up? Go, go, go. wow. (sighs) Yeah. Two Bulls in a China Shop is still brought to you by Sue Pullen. We'll see what happens after this episode.
0: Festivus Miracle. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Fairway independent mortgage and equal housing lender. Sue Pullen is a certified mortgage advisor, finding the right loans and and products for you and your needs. She's going to work with you. She's going to get a plan going. She's going to pitch you that plan. You're going to approve that plan. She's not going to force you to do it. That's not the kind of lady she is. No, no, no.
0: No, you pull the trigger, not her.
1: You pull the trigger. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) She keeps her hands clean. Oh, she's got over 20 years of experience assassinating rates, <laughs> strangling bad deals, <laughs> helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even reverse mortgages, Sue will help. She's licensed to kill in 27 <laughs> states. So reach out and see what Sue could do for you. Best way to reach her is just give her a call, 520-977-7904. Or you can shoot her an email, at fairwaymc.com Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number, 2289. Sue Pullen has an MLS number, 206048. That email again is spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number, 520-977-7904. Uh,
0: how do you follow that up with just a canned uh, mm-hmm. trade pro speech that I've been given every week?
1: Uh, you know who also kills it in the <laughs> education department?
0: No, trade pro saves, Dan. <laughs> Sue slays, but TradePro pro saves.
1: There you go. (laughs) Do you need to
0: save your trading plan? Is your strategy going to shit? (laughs) TradePro Academy is the educational platform that you need to learn how to trade like an institutional trader. And George is going through now- updating the courses he's got yep. new strategies that once you uh once you sign up with them you get access to all future content too it's it's so great yep uh they've got a great staff we talked to all of them if you uh question that uh, listen to any of the episodes with vico george or sarah and you'll get to know them you can find mm-hmm. them online at tradeproacademy.com or you can just use our affiliate link in the episode description it's a great way to support the show and improve your own knowledge and skills that's tradeproacademy.com all right <sighs> feeling better I got a headache from laughing.
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. Well, what a perfect time to start talking about some some stocks. Then,
0: hey Dana, can we can we have some Dire Straits? Um, I heard that one on the radio today, and I've been itching to hear our version.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't have Dire Straits here, Kyle. We got China Shop Band. Ah, uh, yeah. But you you're more than welcome to hear the China Shop Band. Let's 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 cue that up. Now look at them bozos, that's the way to do it Do your investing up commission free That ain't working, that's the way to do it Money in something like the s It ain't certain, but that's the way to do it Let me tell you, just play it long Maybe get an index tracking maybe marijuana Maybe get some Archex Space Fund All right. There you go. Happy now?
0: Get your picks. Scratch your Uh, itch. Yep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Kyle, I didn't do any trading this week that wasn't futures trading, but I do have a couple uh, to talk about.
0: Uh, I did a little bit. Um, I picked up, all right, I I had some shorts on Capital One that that paid out all right. Figured I might as well mimic my bet pick. I did get out at pretty much the perfect time. I probably could have got a little bit better price on them, but, uh, I mean, I was quite happy with how they did. I can't remember what the actual numbers were, but, uh, what was the other one? Oh, I picked up a couple Zillow calls, uh, 65 strike. I only got filled on two, which is really disappointing, but I did sell one of them for a nice little profit, letting the other one ride to see if we can hit that 65. Oh yeah. Uh, and actually Zillow is one of the ones I want to talk about. Cause I'm still, it's, it's looks like it's on the precipice of going one way or the other. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can cover that here in a minute.
1: Well, Kyle, I uh, I know uh, you had some Johnson & Johnson news.
0: Uh, yeah, that one was kind of big in my mind. Let me pull up the story here real quick. Uh, the CDC came out and recommended that Americans should take the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines instead of the Johnson & Johnson shot. Uh, this because it can cause rare but serious blood clots. Uh, this came out on Thursday after the market closed, I think, or really close to, to the close. Yeah. Uh, Johnson Johnson did not react too well. But what's crazy about it is, I mean, okay, so there's about 16 million people who've gotten the Johnson Johnson shot. And the number of people who have gotten these serious blood clots, I want to say, was like
1: eight. Nine. Nine? Nine confirmed deaths.
0: Nine confirmed deaths, 54 cases. Like, that's they- pretty, pretty good rate of not giving you blood clots I guess I don't know just
1: of the sixteen million people who got the virus I assure you the death count is higher than nine <laughs>
0: uh, that, that, I mean can you link it to that like is that a higher than expected case of blood clots over like people who would just get blood clots normally
1: well I guess I guess it's the the I don't know I didn't I'm not I'm not, I'm not a doctor, not a scientist, yeah, me but me uh, I would assume that if it's a rare enough kind of blood clot eh, that they can like look at the blood in a lab and be like, "Oh, look, this is the Johnson and Johnson vaccine all knotted in here." I don't know.
0: Hmm. That's kind of a kick in the balls to Johnson and Johnson. You kind of see it; their stock too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You you look up their shot. Yeah, you look up their stock, and it definitely took its own shot in the ass.
0: Uh, it is sitting on an important level right now of one sixty seven, sixty six. I guess the the watch then is to see if it's going to hold that or if it's going to drop down into the uh, mid one sixties. Uh, I got another support line drawn around one sixty one, seventy eight, one sixty two in that area.
1: Yeah, I got it at one sixty two.
0: So yeah, if we fail that one sixty eight, I think we could probably see one sixty two again.
1: Yeah, I think I think if we fail one sixty eight, I think it's gonna catch in all that volume that we've been seeing in the 162. You think it'll in the
0: one sixty four area somewhere in there?
1: Yeah, I think I think that's where it's gonna catch.
0: Uh yeah, that probably a decent bet.
1: Um it had a big gap down Friday after that news and a yeah. big lot of sell-off volume. Uh, so it, I think it's gonna run out of sellers. Uh, I, I think it's just the knee-jerk reaction to the news. I think the more people process it, the more they're not gonna care.
0: Yeah, no, I guess we'll find out.
1: We will find out. I, I also, I had 172 as a resistance level before that news.
0: I had it at 171, yeah, right in that same area. Right
1: so it had just popped above, so this news didn't help like it may have been breaking through
0: no this news put the brakes on like a really nice bull move it was in the middle of
1: yeah yeah
0: so <laughs> so i guess watch uh watch and see if it holds that support maybe it uh maybe people forget about that and pushes that 171 172 resistance area and if we can hit that then we might be looking at another run for all-time highs Woo-hoo! all-time highs my favorite what Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bet either way yet. I'm going to see how it reacts.
1: Wait and see. Yeah. Uh, You know what other J name was in the news, Kyle? Uh, No. JP Morgan. Oh, yes. No, I actually, I found this on uh, Reddit, not a news site. And it's an actual uh, uh, press release from the SEC. Mm-hmm. For immediate release uh, on, on Friday, December 17th, J.P. Morgan admits to widespread record-keeping failures and agrees to pay $125 million penalty to resolve SEC charges. That's a lot of money. So uh, when you read through, it turns out what they were doing was uh, <laughs> they were conducting their business communications through social media, things like text messages, WhatsApp, personal email accounts. Mm-hmm. And then deleting them. So when the SEC went to investigate some stuff they were doing, they went, oh, wait, we were supposed to save all those records?
0: Oops. Whoops. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, it's probably better to to say you're sorry rather than let all that information get out. (laughs)
1: Right, so so here's the thing: is is you got to figure one hundred twenty five million dollars is the cheaper option, right?
0: Oh, it's got to be for whatever they're were- like
1: whatever they're hiding would have cost them more money in fines, right? And penalties. Yeah, they 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 received uh, subpoenas for for documents and voluntary requests from SEC staff and numerous investigations during the time period that the firm failed to maintain required records. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like one investigation the SEC had ongoing. <laughs> Apparently it was numerous investigations. Oh, that's not so good. So <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> this did come out today, so there was some time for their stock to react in today's trading. And I can say honestly that it was a big sell-off day for JP Morgan Chase. And I don't think it's a $125 million fine. I think it's people realizing how much investigation they're under.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot more sense.
1: <laughs> like, oh wait, they're deleting their records. Maybe, <laughs> maybe there's something to be found. Uh,
0: I do have a key support uh, right around 157, uh, which it's pretty much sitting at right now. Yeah, uh, I dipped below that, but it kind of closed right around that area. So I have to watch and see if that see if it can retake that level. I'm going to guess not. Uh, there's a pretty big volume hump around 153, and then I've got uh, another level down at 147. If it can get through that area, like the volume gets really thin until 140, 139.
1: Yeah, no, I have those same levels drawn. Yeah, I don't think it's going back up to attack that uh, that 162, 163 area just yet. Uh, probably not the vol- the volume really accelerated to the downside today like
0: what's interesting is it was picking up a few days before that too like basically all this week the volume has been nosing up yeah almost like somebody knew something was going on
1: somebody somewhere <laughs> out there might 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 have known
0: something <laughs> hmm. it seems like it's not out of the realm of possibility
1: I don't know. After hearing about all those Congress people banding together to insider trade, I couldn't imagine anybody else does it.
0: <laughs> it's all the politicians selling their stuff.
1: They're selling their JP Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All
0: right, Dad, I got one more story. And I was kind of surprised with this. I think the wife was too. Uh, do you have cheesecake for Christmas? Is that like a big deal? I do not. I've never heard of that, but apparently there's a big cheese. Uh, Philly cream cheese shortage, and Kraft is acknowledging that because people can't bake their cheesecakes because they can't get the cheese, the cream cheese, uh, they're allowing uh, up to eighteen thousand people to uh, get a twenty dollars rebate in order to buy another baked good on their dime. So, I mean, it- kind of cool of Kraft to try to you know to acknowledge that the shortage that they got going on. But with- cheesecake is good, but I never had it for Christmas. Like that's never been a Christmas treat.
1: I mean, for my house, it was sugar cookies and you know marshmallows, roasted marshmallows at, on mm. the on the fire instead of chestnuts. Uh. We we we're marshmallow family, but yeah, cheesecake doesn't seem Christmassy to me. Not really. Yeah. It's almost like they're trying to market a product.
0: But I still, kind of like what they're doing. I mean, that's that's a good PR campaign for them.
1: Yes, and it, it's like, well, if if you if you, I mean, I imagine if you eat cream cheese all the time, you're pretty pissed off. You go to the grocery store, you're like, "Where's my goddamn cream cheese?" I'd I'd be.
0: Actually, yeah, we haven't been able to find the strawberry cream cheese lately. I had to make my own using jam and regular, like a peasant.
1: Where'd you find <laughs> cream cheese, man?
0: Oh, the, we're still able to find that, luckily. So apparently, it's not that big of a shortage. <laughs> Or it's not a big tradition in Illinois. <laughs> I think
1: they made up that tradition.
0: <laughs> uh, it's quite possible. <laughs> anyway, what does their stock look like?
1: Uh, ooh, well, it looks like it busted under the 35.5 support, and then it came back up, and now it's retesting it to see from underneath. So we could be looking at a reversal from a long bull trend from this summer. It got as high as 45.
0: It's interesting. Is that would look like it was a gap that it basically just filled the last couple days.
1: Oh, and it it did fill that gap, right? And but it filled
0: it, it like like to the penny almost.
1: It's almost to the penny. Yeah.
0: Yeah, overall the structure does look bearish. I have a support drawn at 35 30, 35 area. Yeah. And then another one at 32 where it tagged on the most recent run. I think if we get below that 35, we're going to reattack that 32 33 area and probably probably continue from there. Yeah, on on its downward decline. This is one of those names, though, that you think that people would really like. It's one of those staples, right? In value, yeah. Don't get locked into the the downside on this one. Keep an eye on that thirty-eight level. I think too. If it breaks at thirty-eight, then we might see some might see some uh, the turnaround on this.
1: Literally, just drew a line on Trading View at thirty-eight as you were mm-hmm. saying that. I was like, oh, right, yep, there thirty-eight.
0: Hit thirty-eight, <laughs> then we should hit close to forty and forty-one, and maybe push for an all-time high again.
1: Mm-hmm. I concur, sir.
0: All right. Why don't you give me uh, some stocks you're watching for the week?
1: Oh, well, I mean, of course, I was watching that AMC Madness, but we don't have <laughs> to cover that here. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I was watching, uh, one of the ones I was watching was HPQ, Hewlett Packard. Uh, yeah. They had all-time highs uh, December 3rd. Mm-hmm. So, and then like the sell-off was like lower volume than the the, the buy-up leading up to it. Mm-hmm. So, I was feeling really good about it. It caught its support at uh, about the 35 area, turned around, started up, but it ended Friday with this tombstone doji and a ton of volume.
0: A ton of volume. I see that. A ton that.
1: of volume. <laughs> so instead of uh, finding new highs and, and breaking through forty uh, i'm I'm eyeing to see if that thirty five area holds well or thirty four half yeah it's got, it's got a gap yep from thirty two half up to thirty four that it's probably going to fill so I've got another level below at thirty two I would hope it would catch up
0: uh, and then you got the volume that starts to build up uh, around thirty one to thirty
1: yeah yep there's volume down there it the the most of the volume since the summer has come between twenty six and thirty, so it might have to get down there before it goes back up again.
0: I'm not an expert when it comes to Fibonacci retracements. I do try to dabble with them, but if I go from the bottom to the peak of the most recent move, uh, starting mm-hmm. at like twenty six up to the thirty eight fifty roughly. Yeah, the most recent retrace was barely was in between like the first two between the the two three six and the three eight two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't as far as you might expect.
0: No, I think normally you expect like a, a at least the 382, most usually like the 0.5 or the 0.618. And the 0.618 would put it right at $30.80, which is right where I have my support level.
1: See, I've, I've drawn mine at 32, which is right along the 0.5 line. So dueling Fibonacci ideas. I could see one
0: there too. Yeah, I could see a support <laughs> there.
1: But it is yeah, it is kind of funny how that Fibonacci kind of draws those two levels and that that week of consolidation there between in November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's that's <laughs> good catch on that candlestick pattern too.
1: Oh, the the, the tombstone forms. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's almost textbook. We need uh, we'll put a link to the tombstone Doji in the uh, description if people want to see what that's all about.
1: It is almost textbook. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring it up mm-hmm is is you know we'll see if that textbook uh means anything
0: all right uh you got any other ones
1: Um. Uh, mm, i mean i've got plenty i could talk about all day <laughs> the one i want to talk about you want to talk about too so we'll let you enter
0: well one of the ones i really want to talk about is roku
1: oh well that wasn't one of my when we pulled that up roku
0: no, we can do the other one together.
1: <laughs> All right, let's, let's hear about Roku. Roku. Uh,
0: nice double top at 486 uh, from, let's see, beginning of February and in July. I'm sure you can see that. And then this nice bear move down that's in the middle of right now. It's trading at 236. Uh, I've got 200 as like a really key support level. But if you look at the peaks of the th- the three peaks on this latest down move, you can draw a line on that. Uh, you know, as we like to say in technical analysis, three touches is a strong support resistance. Uh, those line up like perfectly. At
1: 265?
0: The Look at the three peaks from the most recent downward leg. Um, The one uh, from July 21, the one from 20 October, and from 9 December. So, basically from the all-time high down.
1: Oh, oh, you're you're drawing a trend line. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. That's beautiful. Look at that. Right? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And this two hundred <laughs> level is very, very, very key, I think um not a lot of volume there, and the volume doesn't really pick up until you get down into the you know one mid one fifties yeah one fifty area looks like where it should catch ultimate support
1: one fifty
0: yeah one fifty one somewhere in that area, where that big volume node is at
1: if you follow that line down, it's going to be the middle of February,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I'm watching this one to see if that move continues. I'd, I'd consider uh, seeing if it retests that trend line again, maybe picking up some puts.
1: Uh, you're not you're not concerned with the, the volume ticking up so strong this past week? Uh,
0: the volume ticked up really strong with the sell initially on the last, if you're looking at the last three days.
1: I'm mostly looking at December.
0: Uh, yeah, volume has been up, but it's also still down or still moving down. Like I think it still looks like, to me, the sell volume is still stronger than the buy volume.
1: Yeah, I just think that $200 is such a psychological strong set level.
0: Such a strong level. Yeah, and I think, yeah, you actually make a good point. That's probably the spot to watch for. Watch and see if it breaks that. Yeah. And retest. That's probably the stronger move.
1: Yeah, but we have tested it twice now, so... Yep, test it three times. You got to figure it's gonna it's gonna give eventually. Uh,
0: that trend line, though, would serve as a good uh, indicator for maybe if that trend is breaking. As soon as you pop up above that, oh yeah, usually you get a one touch uh, at least on it as it continues down. Just on the other side of it, yeah. Uh Before you continue that 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 bullish momentum, if it is going to flip around, but that's something to watch. I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Watching Roku for a reversal.
0: We both had Zillow on our list, so
1: yes. Zillow.
0: We talked about them, uh, God, when was that? A couple, like six right. weeks ago? Yeah. Beginning of yeah beginning of November. Uh, all our levels are still working beautifully on here. Uh, you, when we were looking at this together, you identified on the third, we got that big volume spike, what looked like a, a massive buyer coming in, massive buyer coming in at 57 to 58. Yeah. And that level has been holding as support all this week. So that was the about the area where I picked up my calls uh, when it I think it was around 59 when I picked up picked up the ones I was able to get. I tried to get a couple more, a little bit lower throughout the rest of the week and never got filled on any more of them. But I'm watching this to see if it can break out of that fifty uh, the 65 level. Uh, I've got a, a mini one at 69. And then I've got a gap that needs to fill from 76 to 85. And that, my ultimate support is at 52. Then if it breaks below that then i think we're dumping again
1: i uh i i'm i'm i've got a bullish sentiment on this one as well yeah
0: the volume is trending in the right direction on the down days the volume's dying up uh up days, the volume's higher. Uh, everything you want to see for like a bullish reversal sign.
1: But we still got to see a clear 65 half to really stay in it.
0: Yeah, I jumped in a little more aggressively because of that big buyer. I would have waited for 65 otherwise. Uh, I figure with if we at least retest 65, I'll at least get my money back or a nice little tidy profit. I mean, I already sold half of them for a profit, so uh, I'm sitting okay on these. But, but yeah, 65, ultimately, you want to see that break and retest and then go fill that gap.
1: Loving Zillow, but and
0: then I abandon that if it breaks below fifty-two,
1: <laughs> right? But you know, it also you can you can make a case for that rounded bottom at that fifty-two area. So I like it.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. And you had a good argument when we talked about it originally. Like the losses that they should have sustained should have already been on the books. Yeah, like, everything that that happened or everything that everyone was upset about it already happened. It was in the past. It came out during their earnings.
1: Yeah, yeah, we've so, already suffered. Right. You know, who's left to sell, right?
0: Yeah. And then what, like, are you expecting more bad news? Right. <laughs> <laughs> did, did the AI home buying bot turn itself we, back on when nobody was looking?
1: <laughs> we Okay. So what we did to fix it, guys, is we we made an AI home selling bot. Problem solved. Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> okay. If that happens, then sell it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Should we wrap up with the next couple weeks' worth of earnings? We're going so long. Yeah, let's do it. All right. On the 20th, we have Nike, Micron, MU, uh, Carnival, CCL. On the 21st, we've got BlackBerry, BB, General Mills, GIS. 22nd, we've got CarMax, KMX, Cintas, C-T-A-S, and Paychex, P-A-Y-X. Nothing of note then until the following week on the 5th when Bed Bath & Beyond reports. And then on the sixth, we've got uh, Walgreens Boots Alliance, WBA.
1: Mm. All right. All right. Walgreens. Gotta love delivering prescription drugs now. <laughs> we'll see if it helped their profits. Well, Kyle, uh, normally this is when I say, let's talk about some crypto, but I got nothing to talk about.
0: I have no stories either. Uh, I guess maybe we can look at the Bitcoin chart.
1: Look at the news. What- you see the cult of cryptocurrency i know you're greedy i know your needs you need that bitcoin either nft Cult of
0: cryptocurrency bitcoin or should we do ethereum
1: let's look at the ethereum chart
0: all right, ethereum to dollar oh, I see a support
1: okay, oh yeah 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 i'm seeing seeing thirty seven twenty uh
0: looks like it just recently tagged that one almost a double top, not quite uh do have a failed new high back in uh the thirtieth of November mm-hmm. I think one of the things that we're starting to see is that maybe uh maybe cryptos aren't necessarily the uh inflation hedge that we thought that they were yeah. I mean, is gold doing the same thing? Is gold dropping too?
1: Uh, I I d I thought gold was just stagnant. I could be mm-hmm. wrong. I, I I haven't been following it in a while. Let me see. Gold. Yeah, gold is mm. yeah, it's down in November.
0: All right, so gold is down to well, I guess. The last maybe that's not
1: last couple of days it's 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 seen some positive movement. Oh, I'm looking at the hourly. God damn it, one week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gold is in a massive gold is looking like the amc chart <laughs> uh no we, we got a we got a nice pendant on on gold mm-hmm. had, had a high back in june um i don't think it's being used as an inflation hedge
0: uh on the positive side though it looks like the uh the sell volume is starting to decrease uh when it did tag that 3675 level the volume the buy volume started started picking up so that area is looking like it's acting as decent support. See if it uh, continues that. Looks like it's trying to retest it again.
1: Yeah, I'd really like to pick some up around 2800
0: Yeah, that would be beautiful level to get it.
1: I guess, I guess there's another level at 3200
0: Yeah, I got one right around there.
1: Ooh, cryptocurrencies. Ethereum.
0: Um, rip-to, there you go. Vo-
1: volume's been smashing upwards all, all winter.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: it's mm-hmm. it's not not helping the price. No. All right. Hey, Kyle, could you do me a quick favor?
0: Pew pew. Ah, god damn it!
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh Kyle, I I uh I had a great for the week. I didn't have a good. I had a great. Yeah. Yeah. I had a follow up private personal call with Rich Friesen that was just phenomenal.
0: You know, uh the feedback we're getting on the the episode that just came out with him was like uh, getting such great compliments. I just recently re-listened to it and besides our our terrible math uh <laughs> display <laughs> that's uh I think that's going to be one of my favorites.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Oh, well, I see I I it's funny to me because I as the subject of the the being on the couch like, mm-hmm. I know I got something out of it, but it's crazy to me that uh, other people are, are managing to get something out of it. Oh, I got a lot out of that. I, I will admit, I edited out a lot of the silences, so all the time I spent thinking has been cut, so it sounds mm-hmm. like I'm just so in tune with myself. Like, Yeah, Laura even
0: <laughs> made the comment of that when we were listening to it. I was like, oh, I don't know how he came up with those answers so fast. Like, yeah, those were <laughs> edited. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't
1: <laughs> because yeah right because the therapist asking a question and, and you know having 45 seconds of silence on the podcast is yeah just, it would be just,
0: it's so and so rapturing. hard to listen to
1: <laughs> Ooh, i wonder what he's gonna come up with <laughs> right uh but anyway yeah i had the follow-up and i thought it was just gonna be me telling him what a great job he did and how much better i am but no he took it further and man i i wish i wish it could have been another episode i mean it was just yeah the guy is so good um, mm-hmm. Many, many thanks to him. And I'm really glad, uh, you know, the, the whole honesty in, in the show and the whole purpose of the show and sticking with that in a situation like that, really, I'm glad that it's, it's people are reacting well to it because yeah. it was, it was definitely worth it, uh, for me to mm-hmm. open up and be honest with rich for sure.
0: Uh, my good sucks compared to that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, my good was not trading uh, today. Yeah. Uh, I had a, a big break in the routine. We had a dental appointment, as I mentioned at the beginning. Uh, so I like, tossed around the idea of maybe getting up early and maybe trying to lay a couple of trades on before the market opened. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, you know, if my routine is broken, then why am I trading? Yeah. So, yeah, I decided to just basically call it a day completely. I mean, I sat down afterwards and threw a couple SIM trades in, but nothing live.
1: Yeah, that is uh, good.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh what was your bad?
1: Um I honestly I don't think I had a bad this week. No bads? I I didn't do enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I don't want you want me to say.
0: I, I mean hey,
1: I sat out the FOMC. Yeah. I sat out the next day. I well I should say I sim traded mm-hmm. be- because I'm like these are market conditions that I uh, aren't what you know what, what I've been working with, you know, I'm uh, unexpected. I'd rather try and sim trade them. Mm-hmm. Uh and then I sat out today because I couldn't get, I, I was so excited to get up and trade this morning because right. it wasn't FOMC or the day after. Uh, last night, I was just laying in bed, running through risk management scenarios and, and runners and take profit. How many ticks? Like I was just mathing it in my head and I, I, I was up two hours past my bedtime and I had to take a sleeping pill. So I slept through all my morning prep routine.
0: Oh, oh! so you did the same thing.
1: Okay. So that was my bad. I got excited, had to take a sleeping pill, ended up ruining, I couldn't trade Friday because I slept through, I should say, I, I, told, I was telling Jen, I was like, it's like the trade pr- planner didn't show up to work. Right? <laughs> the, tra- the, tra- the trade the trade executor showed up and he was like, all right, what am I going to do? I got this. I don't need that planning motherfucker. And then, <laughs> then I'm like staring at the screen and I'm like, you know what? I do. I do need that planning motherfucker. I'm I'm totally off, so I didn't trade.
0: That's fucking awesome, though. I mean, like, yeah, we both had the similar scenario. Then, yeah, like neither of us got our prep work in, or routine was was totally smashed. Yeah, and just took the day off. I think there's a lot to be said for that. Uh, my bad is my reaction to the not trading on Friday it was trying to come up with ways that I could. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, that's almost like a gambler mentality. Like I gotta get my fix in. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so, so that's something that i maybe need to address or take a closer look at
1: you know you got a problem when you're like calling your wife up and like asking her like hey you want to you want to buy any put contracts from me you want to sell me some calls like come on let's just do little options right here come on
0: just me and you no, Nobody when you're know you're sitting in the dental office and, and you're on your phone <laughs> <laughs> lamenting the fact that you couldn't buy that beautiful turnaround
1: All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. What was your uh, what was your ugly? Then I guess you probably didn't I have one of those.
1: Didn't have one of those either.
0: Yeah. All right. My ugly, because uh, I did. Uh, I forgot all <laughs> about some calls I had on Norwegian Cruise Line.
1: Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Uh,
0: uh, luckily they're January, but uh, I forgot I completely. Forgot to be like you know babysitting them or following up on them. Haven't looked at them in like a week. They're down from where I bought them. Uh, mm. Luckily I bought a bunch of them and sold a uh, bunch for a profit. So. I think as long as I can get like 20 cents out of them, I still break even. <laughs> no, I mean, that's not a, that's not a good way to go. I, I, no. need, to, I need to go back to uh, logging all my trades and not just my futures trades. Cause that's where all my energy has been put into lately. Right.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. same here. Same here. <laughs> nice. Well done. Well done.
0: Oops. I did it again.
1: <laughs> Oops. You did it again. You made the wrong call. You're watching it fall Oh, not again. You thought that you were so great and you couldn't wait. You're not that good at this. All right, let's uh let's hope oh, Kyle. Let's make a bet. Let's talk about that Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do that and be done
1: they the center of the universe. That's for every one of us. Consequence for one of us. Make our picks with no regret. Every open, every close, every spread is the mighty bet. So, Kyle, we, uh, we're not going to be on the air next week or the week after. So, I think we got to make just one epic last bet of the year.
0: Yeah, I think it's a two-week bet.
1: Yeah. It's a two-week bet. Oh, well, you get to go first.
0: Well, excellent. I've been relishing this day. Oh, yeah? No. (laughs) No, I I hate being in the back. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with the SPXL. Oh. I'm going to go with the triple-leveraged bull SPY fund. It's trading at, I think, around 130 right now. I think if the S&P hits 500 or five thousand yeah, the SPY, if it hits 500, that would put it at about one sixty five or one sixty ish, somewhere in that 162 and a half, I think, based on the three X. Mm. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to put a take profit at one fifty five and uh, fuck a stop loss because I need to win.
1: End of the year. Yeah. You know what? I kind of want to. I, I kind of want to pick the SPXS now.
0: You want to just ensure that one of us is going to win.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of us is going to win big. <laughs>
0: Do you want to bet against Vico? Uh
1: sometimes.
0: All right. Yeah, I would have worked for me on Twitter.
1: Vico's not a god.
0: <laughs> it seems like it.
1: <laughs> no, uh I actually I don't know. I have a lot of choices. It's it's hard for me to to do two weeks. It's hard for me to do one week. Yeah. Uh things have been kind of crazy this month. Uh I I gotta say I want to short something. Yeah. And I think the thing I'm going to short is HP. I'm going to short HPQ. HPQ. I think it's going to. I think it's going to fill that gap for the end of the year.
0: I think as bets. Oh, that's a beautiful bet. Yeah. Oh God, I'm fucked. I'm so fucked.
1: <laughs> I do. I I do think that that's what's going to happen.
0: Oh man, I'm so screwed.
1: I could be wrong. So I'm going to put a, a stop above. We'll we'll say 38. No, no, we'll put it. We'll put it at thirty eight fifty. We'll just put it. At, it it's, uh, if it's if it's a it, new
0: all time high. Then... If it's making
1: a new all time high, I'm out. Right. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I'm definitely gonna do a take profit at. Uh. Ooh, uh. I'll do my first to take profit at thirty four.
0: All right.
1: And then if it fills that gap, i'm I'm out. I'll sell the rest. Okay. Fills that gap and gets down to thirty two twenty five.
0: Thirty two twenty five. I should be writing this down. Say thirty two fifty. PQ. Stop loss at you said stop loss at thirty six. Stop,
1: lo- <laughs> <laughs> stop stop loss at thirty eight fifty. Uh first take profit at thirty-four and the, the other one at thirty two fifty. And then we'll 32 call it done. So at thirty-two
0: fifty. And we need one for stupid random. Oh. And we need to pick a good one, so Give me an odd or even. Uh even. And a one through twelve.
1: Gonna be one.
0: Consumer durables Nasdaq. I don't know that there are consumer durables on the Nasdaq.
1: Look. Yeah, that sounds sounds Oxymoron. <laughs> uh
0: V I O T. Viomi Technology. All
1: Look right. at that
0: buy volume.
1: Oh Jesus. God well. damn it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but switch over to the weekly.
0: One week. Okay, much better. <laughs> when in doubt, zoom it out.
1: Yeah, so they might have a turnaround. I don't know, but they are just getting destroyed this year. So <laughs> yeah, you can buy a
0: lot of shares with those $479. Yeah. That is a lot of volume that came in today, though.
1: Well, it's at, it's, it's 16 cents above its all time low. Yeah. All time low. I think it is
0: its all time low.
1: It, well, two two sixteen was was the low. It it backed up a little bit. It had some yeah, buying volume, yeah. so it,
0: they hit that today.
1: <laughs> it's it's possible in the next two weeks somebody comes in and, and scoops up these shares. What do they do? Pushes that price up.
0: Electronics and appliances. I never heard of these guys. Now you have. All right,
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. Kyle is uh, long on the S and P. He's picked that SPXL triple leverage. You know I love them triple leverage funds triple leverage to the rescue i'm i'm short hpq and random has uh viot random at all time
0: lows random is going for broke going for broke
1: uh stay stay tuned we'll be back with a uh, with a series of christmas and new year's episodes uh we got all them guests coming back it's going to be great stuff you don't want to miss it a lot of predictions for what's going to happen in 2022
0: some of them may be right
1: some of them may be right. <laughs> and uh, we'll see uh we'll see on the other other side of the new year, folks.
0: See you in 22.
1: see you in 22. Happy trades. Bye.